It's the bottom line on News Radio 610, KONA. From the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. Break it all down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. With your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome back to the Bottom Line News Radio 610-K1A. It is Tuesday afternoon. The phone number is 547-1610 if you would like to get involved. The email, 610-K1A.com, bottom line page. Your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say is all we ask. You can find us on Twitter at Bottom Line 610, Parlor and Facebook at the Bottom Line 610. And we're available on the free mobile app via the Google Play and the Apple Stores. Rob Francis and Ed Dawson here. And Ed, um... Interesting poll from Stuart Elway and Crosscut regarding the political climate, the partisan divide in Washington State. It's not a new poll. It's basically taking a look at the polls from 2020, putting them together, and sharing what they had to say. Um. This is a blue state. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. This, this, even though neither party has a majority, it is a blue state as far as registered voters go. Well, according to the cross-cut Elway polls, and and we always have to say, you know, take it with a grain of salt, uh, this is a compilation of the four polls that, they ran in 2020, and the sample sizes aren't all that big. We've talked about that on this program a number of times. So this, even with the four cumulative polls from the year, we're still talking about a little over uh, 1,600 registered voters in Washington State out of 7 million-plus people in the state. So, but it's, you know, it's worth discussing. I don't, I don't know how far off these numbers are. I think they probably are fairly representative. And what it says is that of all the people that they polled, uh, 40% say that they are registered Democrats. Well, no, it said they would register as a Democrat if they had to. Yes, because we know that you don't have to register with a political party to vote in this state, but uh, if they if they were required to, forty percent would consider themselves Democrat. Well, there is one caveat to that: the presidential election in the primary. Right, you have to be registered with right. a party to take part in that. Right, but all the other times you really don't. That is correct. Twenty four percent, about a quarter of those polled, said that they were. Republicans. That leaves thirty-six percent, or a little over a third of the register of the of the registered voters that were polled, consider themselves independent, which is interesting. Because smaller number than previously, smaller number, but still statistically neck and neck with Democrats. So when you start looking at some of the statewide races where they're almost always won by Democrats, 
that tells me that a lot of those independent voters are leaning Democrat a lot of the time, except for Kim Wyman. <laughs> uh, but it also might explain, uh, you know, when you do have a case where a gubernatorial election is very tight, you know, Rossi Gregoire comes to mind. To me, it, again, if these if these polls, uh, you know, are are accurate, that Rossi resonated with a lot of independents. Um, you know, those gray those gray or purple voters. Some of the other uh, statistics that were gleaned from their polling are also interesting. Aside from the fact that independents are the second most prevalent party, if you will, uh, in the state of Washington. 71%, nearly three quarters of the Republicans in the state over the age of 50. That compares with 60% of the Democrats are over the age of 50. And they put it another way. 40% of Democrats were under the age of 50, just 29% Republicans under the age of 50. Okay. 68% or about two-thirds of the Democrats had college degrees compared to 57% of Republicans. 28% of the Democrats had graduate degrees compared to 12% of Republicans. Again. This is just data. This is numbers. You can you can take whatever stand you want out of this. 63% of the Democrats women, 57% of Republicans were men, and that was the majority gender, if you will. Uh so there are more Democrat women out there. There are more Republican men out there. Uh, but you can see that the gender gap, if you will, is a bit wider within the Democratic Party, if you want to look at it that way. Um, they even broke it down with income bracket, um, that there was no difference in income bracket, which I find fascinating, too, because a lot of times the two parties are portrayed as, well, poor people vote Democrat because they're the party that will give all the you know free stuff away. And re the, the Republican Party is nothing but old, white, rich guys. Well, the old and the guys part is probably true. <laughs> but but that, that income bracket does not necessarily dictate party affiliation in the state of Washington. 69% of the Democrats lived in urban areas, 30% or 34% in, uh, I'm sorry, 69% uh, of the Democrats lived in urban areas and 34% uh, with uh, suburbs. Uh, that doesn't add up. I don't know what I'm reading here. That that didn't make sense the way that he laid it out. Um, but 
the the bottom line, I guess, is that, like you said, there there is a widening of the gap. Uh, there are a little bit fewer independents out there. Uh, but, I mean, 36% claim to be independents. That's over, that's roughly a third of the state. That, to me, is a lot. Uh, you know, with all the stuff going on, it may be a little bit lower than in the past years, but that's still a significant number. Well, and, and look, we know that you can't vote independent. You have to pick a side. That's right. And so we know that if you're going to look at how races have panned out in the state and turn out in the state, that most of those independents are leaning to the left. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Rob, it's me again. What's up, Mike? Um, where's the category of Bible-believing, morally conscious Christians? There's not one. I know, but that's the one that drives everybody crazy because when you see all this left-wing stuff that's going on and you get branded... Uh, nobody will brand you a Bible-believing, moral, morally conscious Christian. That doesn't mean Republican. That doesn't mean Democrat. That means that you believe in a set of standards that's higher than what society has to offer. No, that's true. Appreciate the call, Mike. Five four seven one six ten. But no, religion wasn't wasn't broken down that way um although i will say that in the individual uh polls that they did they did do ethnic background and they did not uh, do a composite of an ethnic background with this particular poll interesting Bottom line on Twitter at Bottom Line 610. Now, back to the show presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Back in the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. 547 is the number if you'd like to get involved. Contact Jason Hogue with American Family Insurance today. If you're not happy with your insurance leaving 2020, going into 2021, can you do better? Can you get better coverage for a better price? Maybe more for the same. Who knows? The only way you're going to find out is to have that first conversation with Jason Hogue, the only American star certified rated agent with American Family Insurance in the Tri-Cities. Visit his website, jasonhogue.com, and begin your conversation on auto insurance, life insurance, homeowners, farm, small business. We've got a big umbrella with American Family Insurance for you to fit under. 547-1610, if you would like to get involved. Um Anything surprise you in the uh, compilation of polls that no. from Stuart Elway? Not really. I mean, I, I, I think the biggest thing that I prob that probably did was the fact that only thirty six percent of people said they identified as independents. Now, it could be a larger number because the other two were saying that if they had to register, that's what they would register as. So maybe the independent number is slightly higher, but. It's just interesting that more and more the polarization and the partisanship where we thought wasn't gaining ground is actually gaining more ground than we thought. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Wes just passing through. Um, you said that the state is blue. 
I thought that 30 of the 39 counties had voted for Trump. Oh, this state is very blue based on the population. Um, yeah, but I mean, but I mean, population over on the west side, yes, but but if thirty of thirty nine counties, I mean, it's not a red state. You're talking about counties that have five thousand people. I mean, if you well, go, Spokane, if, Spokane County was red. No, Spokane County was not red. Spokane County was uh, not. We, if you if you go back and you look at the Secretary of State's website. And you look at the voting results. In fact, there's a, there's Spokane. Spokane is the only district. It's District Three, I believe it is correct, that has all Democratic representation uh, in the state legislature, senator and two republic and two of the House representatives. They're all Democrats, and those are the only three elected Democrats in Eastern Washington, and they're all from the same district in Spokane. Spokane has been moving blue. Uh, in fact, Franklin County is bluer than Benton County. So there are, if you look at the last elections in Franklin County, there were more more of a Democrat turnout in Franklin County than there's been in arguably the last two election cycles. So are there counties that lean red? Yes, there are. Absolutely. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. But you you can't base that 30 of 39 counties voted for President Trump when the state legislature is overwhelmingly Democrat and the governor is Democrat. If Lauren Culp would have won, you could make that argument. But the fact that Jay Inslee won handily and was reelected, that the majority of the executive branch is Democrat, that the House and the Senate are Democrat, Look at where all those legislative districts are. And if it really was that 30 of 39 counties were red, you would have a Republican state house and you would have a Republican governor. Now, that's not to say that Trump didn't do very well, you know, in parts of this state. But, yeah, I mean, it's you look at it from the state perspective. Prior to this last election, there were two Republicans that you know, held executive won, office. Well, won a statewide election. Yeah. And one of them did not win again, but one of them did. So yes. there is one Republican, the secretary of state, Kim Wyman, who is who who has claimed victory in a statewide election. And so that's where you go with. And, you know, the control of the House and Senate that you mentioned really is not that close uh, right now. Um, so yeah, it, it is a blue state there. I mean, that's, and you know, uh, it's, it's getting bluer. I would say it's not, it's not getting more conservative. Um, but appreciate the call five, four, seven, one, six, 10, five, oh, nine, five, four, seven, one, six, 10. You can also email us by going to the website, six, 10 K O N A.com, the bottom line page and send us your question or comment. You know, is there a point in time that things could swing? I really don't know. And and the way we're going, uh, you know, if, and granted, most of Stuart Elway's polls are very heavy on the west side. Because um, that's where the population base is. That's where the population base is, but it's heavy in, in Puget Sound, heavy in King County. Um, and so a lot of your numbers are skewing in that direction, but... 
when you look at the fact that we are becoming more partisan instead of less partisan, it doesn't bode well for changing the course, especially when you look at the West Coast in general, Oregon and California, and see that it's not getting any better there. I mean, in truth, we are the we are the least blue of the West Coast states because we don't have a super majority. California they do, and in Oregon they do. We don't have a super majority in our legislature, but we're moving in that yeah, direction if yet. we don't if we're not careful, we are going to wind up in that direction. And, you know, I said this before. I even said this to Dino Rossi. I asked him the question point blank. How can you foresee a Republican governor in Washington State when you won twice and eventually, because of the fraud that happened in that election, Christine Gregoire won? How do you ever see another Republican governor happening in Washington State when you couldn't win? And you go back to the last time they thought it was feasible. It was eight years ago. Whether they took Jay Inslee for granted or Rob McKenna thought, well, this just process of, of Attorney General becoming governor and Republican in, in Washington State is just so good I can't lose. Rob McKenna lost. And the and the regime of dear leader began. And so if Jay Inslee, who just got elected for a third term, can get elected for a third term, and he's so horrible that he never should have gotten elected to a second term. How do you get a Republican governor in Washington State again? You're up on the bottom line, News Radio six ten K O N A. Please tell me where I'm wrong. Sparky Umatilla. What's up, Sparky? Uh, you're on the right sub- subject because I-, I said once before, Trump might be the very last Republican uh, pres- president because they're going to open up the borders. They've been buying votes for years. You guys know that, and. Uh, you know, this today. Today, did you see uh, Sh- Schumer was given a big spiel outside uh, there about going after Trump, and some lady walked up there and just ripped into him and called him an anti-Semite. I guess that's how you pronounce it. So, uh, anyway, I, there's so doggone many things. I, I write this stuff down, and then I can't remember exactly what I was gonna gonna get at. I agree with Mike and and those other people, but. Uh, Oh, oh uh, I'll call back when I get my head together. Talk to you later, guys. That's a good idea. 547 You can email us, too, by going to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page. Send us your question or your comment. Even shoot us a message on the mobile app. Yeah. Available for free. Google Play, the Apple Store. More to touch on when we come back, including um, well, there's a little bit more um, out of the out of the Capitol, and of course anything that comes out of Washington D.C. over the course of the last week usually ends with the sentiment or statement um, blame Republicans, and that's exactly what they're doing. So well, you know exactly what Republicans are being blamed for now, and it does impact one elected representative from Washington State. Um, that's it. Once again, you'll just be left shaking your head. More of the bottom line. News Radio 610 at KONA after this. Give us your bottom line. 
Call 509-547-1610. Now, back to the show. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA. Phone number is 547-1610. If you want to get involved, you can also hook up with us via email at 610-KONA.com. Bottom line page, your name or your listening, what you'd like to say, like Frank and Kennewick did. He said, I'd like to say, poor Mike Pence. What did he do to have the president turn on him? He didn't have any constitutional authority to do anything but read the ballots. Yet he had the mob yelling, hang Mike, WTF. I'd say people may need to get some civics instruction. We just had a runoff election in Georgia that basically matched the one in November, so the fraud thing may have been overblown a bit, maybe. When does Mike get an apology? Crazy times, my friends. I would say that the runoff election in Georgia didn't quite match the one in November. Um, not, not really, but I think that the lay... David Perdue's stance changed quite a bit. Uh, initially, he was going to go the every legal vote route, and then he decided to back off and basically concede the election to John Ossoff after, I think, what happened in the Capitol. So there was definitely some impact on Georgia with what happened there and the approach that Purdue took. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Kenny Pasco. What's on your mind, Kenny? Uh, Rob, I, I, I like listening to you because you're pretty smart. You seem really smart about politics. I think the Republicans are in SOL territory, just like Sparky said. I don't think we'll ever see another Republican president. And I think Jay Inslee ought to be recalled. Oh, trust me. <laughs> we could, uh, uh, uh. The, the, there would be dancing in the streets in eastern Washington if if there was any kind of way that we could recall Jay Inslee and get it to stick. Um, I, I am not as pessimistic about the lack of or, or, the, or the, 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 the impossibility of another Republican president. I'm not that pessimistic about it because I really do believe that you need to be careful what you wish for. And the fact that Democrats, again, have control of all three chambers. Remember what happened the last time they had that? It was 2008. What happened in 2010, Ed? Uh, They lost. Both houses. Yeah. They lost both chambers. Lost ground, yep. They lost both chambers in 2010. And that was. It only took him two years. It only took him two years. And by the way, it wasn't with the thinnest majorities in history. Okay, they did not have the thinnest majorities in history in 2010, where right now it's the thinnest House majority in history and it's dead even in the Senate. So I don't believe that you will not see another Republican president. I think what's going to happen in the next two years will certainly set a lot of that tone. Uh, there are some Democrats that are extremely sensitive to where things sit right now. Very sensitive. Well, geez, they're trying to impeach a, a president who, by their estimates, is going to be leaving in a week. So, yeah, there's I don't know. I don't know what many of them are thinking, but OK. You know, it's a real shame that, number one, they they don't teach history in school anymore. And number two. Uh, there is this push to wipe President Trump from the history books because years from now, when when, you know, our kids and grandkids are sitting around talking about this time now, it will be a fascinating topic. The the President Trump thing. 
is fascinating if you really look at it. You know, it, it was so different and 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 exciting and maddening and all these other things. But, you know, if if certain people have their way, it'll just evaporate into the ether. You're up at the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, I'm Don from Kennewick. What's yeah, on your mind? Up, yeah, I brought up an excellent point about the change of the House and change of the Senate. Same thing happened in the late 70s, early 80s when uh, the Democrats controlled both houses. And uh, America didn't like how things were running, coming up away from the Carter presidency and such. And so, yeah, there was a big change. And that's kind of how I see it with, uh, with Biden and Harris. I think with the taxes and things that they want to put on the American public to get their public works programs off the ground, I think folks are going to look back at the four years of economic prosperity a pretty good portion of the United States of Americans have enjoyed, and they're going to see that disappear. They're going to think, hey, we need to go back and uh, get some of this fixed. So I, yeah, I can see two years. I can see a change in, in the House and in the, in the Senate. Uh, specifically in the House, especially with uh, the big call for defund police and such and such. And uh, I think it cost them, at least in the House, and the Republicans picked up quite a few seats. So that's all i got to say. So American people, have they're pretty strong, pretty smart. We'll be able to figure it out. The polls are what's really important, and the Republicans have to clean things up and present, you know, a cleaner message, I suppose. That's all I've got. Thank, thanks for the call. And, and I don't know if necessarily, I, I don't, here's the thing about the message. I don't know if it's the message or the messenger. And here's why I say that. Ronald Reagan was a populist. He was a nationalist. Ronald Reagan believed in the strength of America. He believed in America as a nation. He believed in the, in, in the American people. He delivered that message differently than Donald Trump did. Ronald Reagan was a hugely popular president. Okay, the man won. They had a lot of similar ideology, they, I think. They did. 49 out of 50 states. Still, the largest electoral college win in presidential history belongs to Ronald Reagan's reelection. But here's where I think the difference comes in. There is such a hatred for Donald Trump on the left. And I think some independents grew to dislike him. And so there was such a concerted effort to get him out, such a concerted push on the left. They cared more about getting him out of office than they cared about getting Democrats elected. And so that's going to wane. That's going to move to the side. That zeal and that fervor will not be back to the same degree. That's also going to help open the door. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, it's Bernie from work. What's up, Bernie? Um, I wonder, now that we'll have a Democrat president, if that would swing this side of the state even stronger towards possibly becoming an independent state, because now we've got a Democrat governor and a Democrat uh, president. Uh, It might make things a little more lean towards that direction. I'd, I'd sure like to go for it, but it might not be a good move even at that. Not on the west side of the state, Bernie. It's only going to become more progressive, more leaning socialist than independent. And and think about this to appreciate the call, Bernie. The the people that ultimately or have the ultimate say are in Congress. Yeah. That the Democrats control. Do you think that they're going to want to relinquish 
you know, a power to what would end up being probably a a new red state? I don't think so. Yeah, and and after we go to the call, I'm going to explain, because there are people that have said Republicans have lost their way. I'm going to explain where Republicans lost their way, and and it wasn't recently. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Well, Sparky, I think I got it together. You know, eventually I got to talk about taking the dams out or something, because this is getting my head spinning so damn so damn much but you know i was wondering the same thing you guys brought it up at the first of the show how did those guys get people get down there first in line at the white house to break those doors down and everything did they listen to his speech and then they run like hell to get down there i mean it you know with all those people i was wondering the same thing and then and then one other thing guys cuomo said today he wants to open up new york now you know i've wondered this for for a while you watch uh, January 21st, uh, Biden and Harris is going to ride in on the white horse. Uh, Trump did all the dirt, dirty work, and and uh, they're going to save save the day. You just watch and see. Now, Tri-City Herald, December 27th, Section C, page 1, Thiasin, good article about how Trump got the vaccine done in nine months. Okay, I, I'll let you go, guys. Thanks for the call, Sparky. Five four seven one six ten. If you want to get involved, um, look. Here's where Republicans lost their way. Republicans lost their way when they embraced globalism. That's when they lost their way. And unfortunately, there are too many Republicans that are still in Washington D.C. that embrace globalism, i.e., Mitch McConnell. Um, there are many that are under fire right now. They do not embrace globalism. Now, there are some that are siding, like, for example, Liz Cheney, globalist, big time globalist. Um, there are some that are that are backing this move against the president that aren't. I don't think Adam Kinzinger is a globalist. He's, you know, he's a, he's a veteran. He's a guy who holds to his own principles and his own ideals. I'm not going to condemn anybody that holds to their own principles and their own ideals, even if I disagree with them on a particular political stance, because then I'm no different than the same things that we discuss and and we say that we don't care for. But when Republicans embrace globalism and Republicans move towards globalism, that's when they lost their way. And that began with George H.W. Bush. That began with the elder Bush. And it was continued with his son. Not as big a globalist as dad, but Dick Cheney was. That's where Republicans began losing their way. When they lost the message of Ronald Reagan. And the guy that brought that message back was Donald Trump in a different manner, in a different way of speaking, in a far more fiery speech. I do not believe at this point in time, my own personal opinion, that Republicans are going to abandon the Reagan philosophy. They did with Bush. They're not going to again. And I think that the next person that runs for president will be a proponent of nationalism and populism, but will be what will explain it more in a manner that is kind of in between Trump and Reagan. That will be a little bit more that will be able to deliver it a little bit more palatably to independence than the president recently has without necessarily losing those that were followers and fans of the president. 
the current president. Just my opinion. But I think that Republicans, they need to remember that America's greatness is what has made the party great and is what really has propelled Republican values and the base of the Republican Party and its platform, not globalism. A return to the Bush ideals will be the end of the Republican Party for good. Join the show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. Bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Final few minutes on your Tuesday afternoon. Perfection Tire, four locations here in the Tri-Cities. They've been here for almost 60 years serving this community. Make sure you bring your vehicle to Perfection Tire. Make sure it is up to date on hoses, belts. Make sure your battery's up. Make sure you get your tune-up. And, of course, your tires. They do a lot more than tires, but tires certainly the way they can keep your car on the road and safe, especially as bad weather's upon us. If you want to get a new set of tires, make sure you contact Perfection Tires for the huge selection that they have for winter weather. Visit their website, perfectiontire.com, for all the services or stop by one of those four locations here in the Tri-Cities. You're up on the bottom line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Todd from West Richmond. What's up, Todd? Hey, you're talking about the uh, Republicans becoming globalists. It seems to me that the most important message that the Republicans want us all to hear is that that they are going to throw their hands up and accept defeat with dignity. That's the that's the thing they're worried about most. You know, they're in a different difficult. It's a difficult political position to be in, and just speaking speaking on it politically, not personally, not preference wise, politically. The hardest thing that you have to do in politics is not to get the people that you know are going to vote for you to vote for you. It's to get the people that you don't. And the political hot potato that Republicans are facing right now as 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 a party nationally is where are independent voters sitting right now? They thought that, you know, they looked at the election and, and you're just going to move everything to the side right now. And certainly there was a huge outpouring for the president, but there was more for Joe Biden. How do you regain that that balance? Where do you bring that balance back? How do you do that? Is it just the animosity that some people had against the current president that drove that numbers? I'm not going to dive into everything you know, because we could do that for, for, for the rest of the week. But just looking at it on the surface, if you're the RNC or you, you're Republicans looking to find a way to regain the House, the Senate, and the, and the White House, how do you politically navigate everything that's happened in the last week? And the, the easiest way to do it is to move forward with the inauguration, try to downplay any aspects of impeachment of the 25th Amendment, and move on. I think that it's going to be less of an issue with independence than it will be within their own party. And you touched on it. The, the look, 
there are a lot of Trump supporters out there who are none too pleased that at least the perception was that those other Republican members, Mitch McConnell and others, abandoned the president. Mike Pence, right? They, they abandoned their president in a time where he needed them the most. And that's not going to go away. I think the bigger problem, or I should say the bigger issue for the Republican Party is to try to mend fences within their own ranks before they, you know, before they start thinking about plucking away independence or, or anything like that. Because, look, there's a lot of people out there who are Trump supporters who are, at least now, I mean, people are fickle sometimes, who are denouncing the GOP. They're ready to start the, the Patriot Party and all this stuff. But here's where but, you... So I think the, the fences need to be mended internally first. But, but, but here's here's where you, you... And just looking at this again, politically, most Republicans, even ones that are angry right now at the party, based on what happened, aren't going to vote for a Democrat. No, they just won't show up. They may not show up, but here's the other thing. Republicans tend to be, with the exception of Donald Trump, and I, and I believe me, with the exception of Donald Trump, I say this. When you look, you did not see Democrats turn out in mass to vote out George W. Bush. You didn't see Democrats turn out in mass to vote out Ronald Reagan. They both got second terms. In all reality, George H.W. Bush got abandoned by Republicans as much as anything else. Because he raised taxes and he lied. And that's why he got voted out. Republicans helped vote him out. You are not going to see Republicans in four years vote for Kamala Harris. You're not going to see them not go to the polls because they know what she represents and what she stands for. There will be a larger fear among Republicans of not going to the polls, even though they may be angry at the party, and accepting Kamala Harris or somebody else along those lines, maybe farther left, than you will see them refuse to turn out and vote. If there's one thing Republicans have, my opinion, again, in a larger aspect than their counterparts, is a pride in America and a pride for the country and in a, a, a desire to defend what America stands for. I, I, I agree. I, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, Google searches of the Libertarian Party. <laughs> Some of the other third parties might see a bump up because of that. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'm just, look, one of the things that I do to prepare for this show, uh, even though it makes me want to vomit sometimes, is I take the pulse of what's going on locally, nationally, statewide, whatever. And that unfortunately means sifting through comments on postings on oh, social yeah. media, because that, you know, that may indicate a trend one way or another. A lot of angry people that voted for Trump feel betrayed by the Republican Party right now. So it'll be interesting to see how I believe that the party itself navigates their way through that. That's all for the bottom line. Coming up, ABC News, all your day's local news, weather and more on the Afternoon Report.